Oh, welcome, everyone, to Episode 6 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Video Podcast. We're coming to you live from our Antioch campus, our studio here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Each week on our podcast, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore, the current message series, activities and events that are coming up. We'll have guests that we interview and occasionally a, a guest host as well. We hope you'll be a subscriber. Uh, if you haven't already done so, subscribe. You can uh, hit that notification bell so you get notifications each time we post one. Um, you can also invite family, friends, co-workers to tune in. Even if you miss us live, we'll be live every Wednesday at noon. But even if you don't catch us live, all of our episodes are archived on our, pod, on our YouTube channel. So you can go catch any of them there. Uh, we want to, uh, when we have this podcast each week, we're, our goal is to help you stay connected to Lakeshore Christian Church, but also to hear about community events and learn more about uh, staff and uh, people in the community uh, so that you can become more familiar with who we are. If you live in this area or, be, or you're visiting in the area, we hope you'll come by and see us uh, at Lakeshore for one of our services as well. Uh, today, I'm happy to welcome J.W. Andrews. J.W. is uh, on staff with us here at Lakeshore. He is our music and worship arts pastor. Uh, Lake, at Lakeshore, we have uh, two campuses, and JW oversees both of our campuses for the uh, uh, worship, music, and arts. And uh, he does a great job with that. I wanted you to have a chance to get to know more about JW, to know more about who he is. I know a lot of people at the Smyrna campus probably know him better because he most often leads there, but occasionally he comes and leads at the Antioch campus too, leads the uh, worship time with us here. Uh, but he oversees both campuses and works with all of our staff and volunteers that, that do that uh, ministry. So, J.W., I want you to take a, a little while here just to tell us about yourself, where you grew up, where you're from, uh, uh, the uh, family that you grew up in, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, for someone who likes to talk, what better platform than to give him a microphone yeah. and a camera and to, there you and go. to be able to talk. So, no, but thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is J.W. Andrews, and I'm from uh, Central Ohio. And uh, I grew up in Central Ohio. Uh, Ohio State fan? Ohio State fan, oh, yeah, man. believe it or not. Yeah, yeah I uh, believe. We didn't clear that before yeah. we brought you on staff. That, that is true. Yeah. I am a Buckeye, yeah. um, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I've lived, I lived there until about 30 years old and uh, grew up as a preacher's kid. My dad um, actually just retired this past December from right. preaching ministry. He's yeah. still actually preaching, um, supply preaching at churches and things. Um, so, you know, the stories you hear about pastors, kids and things, um, they're, they're pretty much true. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think every pastor's kid has good and bad moments, just like everyone else. But we just a lot of time are in the spotlight with it. But um, but no. So, um, you know, after after my childhood, I, I actually at a pretty early age at 19, started a youth ministry at a youth ministry at a church um, in a little town called Frazeesburg, Ohio. Wow, um, yeah. Frazeesburg. Now, Frazies. what part of Ohio is that? So that's just that's about forty-five minutes east of Columbus. I'm originally from about thirty minutes east, so just a little more east from where I grew up. I'm a farm boy. I grew up in farm country, and um, uh, at a young age, man, I I didn't know what I was doing. But this this small uh, smaller church, Meadowview Church of Christ. Um, in the, in the north, the Church of Christ are instrumental. In right. the south, they're non-instrumental. And we did we had music and, and things um, there. And, and so I, I did a youth ministry, and we lost our piano player. And they asked me and some of the youth to lead the worship every now and then to supply. And then that turned into, oh, we're going to turn you into a associate 
uh, pastor so that you can do the youth and the music. And it was a, it was a, tr- we grew, I think when I started, we were about 125. It got to about a 250 yeah. after about an eight year ministry there. Um, and now the, the church is just doing, is just doing fantastic. They're just, they're growing like weeds. They're on their third building edition. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so, and I still have great relationships with those people and very thankful for those people. And, the lessons that I learned, I, I kind of feel bad. They were like guinea pigs to my ministry, the the rights and wrongs that I did. Yeah, I have some people in my past like that when I started preaching that I just have a real heart for uh, the, that uh, God gave them the grace to put up with me in their right. early years. Yeah, right? yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and the pastor, uh, Sam Dunn, um, him and I still have a great friendship and still you know keep in contact with him. Yeah. Um, and, and actually some of those people on there, you know, they'll come to Nashville for you know, getaways and tourism. And so they've actually, some of them got to experience Lakeshore too, which is, which is great. Yeah. yeah they could, they say what happened to JW, yeah, right? That's where, right. Where like, he left there's there, a lot so. more gray in your hair <laughs> than when you were in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, growing up as a, as a preacher's kid, I'm sure helped you a lot too. In some ways, I'm, I know there are challenges with that. You know, every, every preacher's family, like you said, they go through some challenges with that with their kids, but it also helped prepare you for ministry in ways you probably didn't even realize at the time. Uh, you knew how, pretty much how a church functioned, you know, the ins and outs, the behind the scenes, that kind of stuff that that some people don't know when they first start. I didn't know that when I started in ministry. I didn't have that experience. Right. Uh, but uh, that experience is valuable, uh, I think, going yeah, into it. It really yeah. is. It yeah. gives you a perspective of things. You yeah. can see a lot of times the genuineness of people, even though you may not agree with things that are that are taking place or decisions that are made, as you build relationships with those people and get to know them, yeah. um, you know that's that's a huge that's a huge um, plus when it comes to you know either not being upset with a decision or um, figuring out whatever the problem might be, how to find the solution yeah. and to have people on your team to help you solve that solution is probably yeah. at a young age was my biggest mistake was, well, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Yeah. I'll just do it. Um, instead of, let me get some people in here to help me yeah. accomplish, you know, this ministry goal that we have, which is, you know, yeah. inevitably lead people to Christ in their relationship and make it stronger. Yeah, I think a lot of times to start out with, you don't really have the option of too much of a team because you're the only one kind of there to do it. Right. But as the church grows, you have to start delegating and forming teams and work, you know, letting other people use their gifts. And right, pour into yeah, it. yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's great. Well, along the way, uh, it was great that you had, I think your dad had a longer-term ministry as you were growing up, which helps a lot with stability for the family a yes, little bit too. Yeah. Um, but then uh, as you branched out and you started serving like that, what, what were the steps that led to coming to Nashville and, and ending up connecting with us here at Lakeshore? Yeah, so um, a, a lifelong friend of mine, um, I did his wedding um, for him. and Was it legal? Um, it was. It was okay. legal, yeah. Right. And okay. um, yeah. At, at his wedding reception, I, I, uh, I, I knew his, his sister, and I said, hey, sometime I'm going to come down to Nashville and take you out. And, uh, and then that was it. And about, I don't know, it was many months later, she sent me a text and said, Hey, are you ever going to come to Nashville and take me out? And I said, sure. So I actually, I drove through Bonnaroo traffic in the beginning of June, a seven hour trip turned into like, I think nine and a half or 10 hour trip from Ohio. Yeah. Welcome to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Drove down to Nashville. We went out and did the lower Broadway dinner. I think actually that time they were even filming, um, 
but CMA Fest, yeah. I think, was the, at the exact same time. Oh man! Um, so yeah. I mean, it was just you know gangs of people. We did the we did the date, and then I turned around and got in my car and drove home that night. <laughs> and uh, and then after that, we we decided to do a long term dating um, for a year. And then on uh, the year anniversary, um, I was back down here, and we went to the uh, the Pagan Temple down in Nashville. Um, <laughs> and, the Parthenon. Uh, the Parthenon. There? Yes. Yep. There you and, go. Uh, and that's where I proposed to her. And yeah. uh, we got engaged, and then we had a decision to make. Um, was she moved back to Ohio, um, where all of our family basically was, um, or would I move to Nashville? Yeah. And uh, she was a nurse here in Nashville, and we uh, we felt that God was calling me to to leave Ohio, and so I did without a job prospect or anything <laughs> down here. I just I, I moved down, and yeah. uh, the Lord has definitely provided. Now we're. We've been m- married for over nine years, uh, two children, um, five and seven. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love your kids. They're great kids. Somebody has to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, great. Uh, you guys do a great job with your kids. And uh, your wife, Stacy, I know, is still uh, working in the medical field, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. still a nurse. Yeah. She, um, she just started. Um, she left the downtown Nashville area, and um, she's now at uh, St. Thomas Rutherford down in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Closer to where we live. So when you got here and uh, you didn't have a job to start with, or what or what kind of work did you do? Or what, <laughs> yeah, what process did you go through there? Right, yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I didn't have a job, and uh, it was just more of like an Internet search for, hey, let's get something to do. And so for uh, for a few years, I actually worked security um, at the um, Nashville Shores Water Park. Yeah. I uh, supervised it for a while, and then I – uh, from there, transitioned over to the the Ryman and Opry um, scene and helped um, do you know security there for a while. Yeah. Um, and in that time, um, we were coming to Lakeshore, and I believe it was because of a Facebook post that my wife posted of me playing some guitar that you stopped me on a Sunday morning and said, "Hey, you play guitar. I'm going to introduce you to our worship pastor." And that was really what kind of got the ball rolling here. Because yeah. at that time, I was I was just enjoying coming to church, you know, after, you know, eight years of ministry, not having to do anything on a Sunday morning. I was I was being pretty lazy and just enjoying the service, right. you know. Yeah. And, um, I couldn't let that continue for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, now, we're always looking for more people to serve. And uh, I think I did see a post that you had done and that your wife had posted and, we're always looking to make that connection. Sometimes people don't know how to make that connection or who to talk to, even if they are interested. But sometimes they just need to be approached. You've got people out there that are gifted we don't even know. Right. But when we find out, they're just if, right. you, if you talk to them, they're open to that possibility. And I know Greg Campbell was was leading that ministry at the time and uh, connected you with Greg. And uh, what was the process when you connected with Greg? Yeah. So you know, I talked with Greg and you know told him you know kind of my story, you know where I came from, and um, we did. He said, "Hey, well, come in and play for me. Let me let me hear let me hear um, your skill level, where you are with the guitar, and where you are vocally, and then we can go from there." And I said, "Great." And um, there was technology and things that were being used here that I was completely unaware of even existed. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it was new to me, and uh, and Greg Greg was gracious enough to say, yeah, we want, I want you to, you know, play some rhythm guitar for us on Sunday morning and, and sing some. And, and so I started volunteering. Right. And, uh, and through that volunteer and I said, I can maybe take advantage of this if I, 
what if I asked them if I could intern shadow things around here? Because the church I, w- I came from, like I guess it was, it was around 250 people. And Lakeshore is obviously bigger than 250 people. Yeah. Uh, how a church on a larger scale works, um, that'd be just good information to have. Because I, I, I didn't give up on ministry. Right. I still wanted to do ministry, but in my where I was in my life and to support my family. I was, I was working, you know, other jobs, um, at the time. So, um, you guys allowed me to come on for six months yeah. and, uh, and, and work with Greg and things and, to to learn, you know, kind of, you know, a crash course. And I, I probably couldn't ask for a better teacher. Um, yeah. Greg Campbell is probably one of the, the, the kindest teachers and patient people I know. <laughs> and, um, it was shortly after that, uh, after the, the intern, uh, ship, I believe you guys approached and asked if the, I wanted to come on as a part-time basis right. um, to help Greg because he was had a lot of responsibilities and so that he could um, have some of that pressure taken off of him. Yeah, And then it was a little while after that, we're going to open up another campus, right. bring me on full-time. It's almost like God knew that. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, it's insane how it <laughs> yeah, works out. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, I don't want to throw the term miracle out there but i mean it is definitely a divine intervention absolutely you know i'm here and the lord had a plan you know all along it wasn't just hey you're going to learn how a larger church works you're going to learn how lakeshore works because you're going to be in a place where this guy who was teaching you is not going to be here anymore yeah and you're going to fill his role yeah so you know and I definitely wasn't, you know, I don't know if I was ready for it or expecting or not, but, you know, it, it, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I wear, I wear floaties around here because sometimes, you know, the water gets a little deep. You know? <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say you rolled up your pants because it gets so deep when Pastor Andy's teaching. Okay. Uh, now, you, you did a great job of, of being willing to learn and grow, too, and we saw that in you and, and saw you continue to uh to get better, not only at the performance side, but actually leading others. And because your role is more than just performing, and that, and that's part of what's really Greg put into our, our ministry here, and you continue that. It's ministry. It's it's engaging people in worship uh, to God. Right. And, uh, and that's why a lot of times performers could sound really good and maybe look really good, but not necessarily bring people into the presence of God right. like we want them to as a part of our, our worship experience. Yes. So. Uh, we appreciate how you've grown with that. The other campus, of course, where you, you started uh, uh, serving there and leading there regularly. And then as Greg transitioned to another role uh, out of state up in Kentucky, uh, we approached you because we felt like you had grown enough and you were experienced enough at that point to take on heading up and overseeing this whole thing. And, man, I'm just so thankful that God was wiser than us and made all those connect, connected <laughs> right. all the dots yeah. and and led it to where you were ready to step into that role. And you've just stepped in wonderfully and done a great job with that. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, the the experience that I had. And that was one thing, like, when I talked to my dad on the phone, he would ask, you know, how things were going and think, you know, b- well before where we are now. Yeah. Uh, he would always say, man, you're just getting great experience. You're just getting great experience. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and, and I would hear him and kind of brush it off. But now that I see it, um, I did. I got really great experience. It, not that I, I can't do better. Like, I'm definitely not perfect. 
But uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Right. That's all right. <laughs> but to but to know what um what has been set in place here before me, and to try to carry that on, and to continue to build it better. Yeah. To make it so that the Lord is glorified in our the music part of the service and and how our service flows, and to make sure that um you know the the moments that we have on that we only get an hour hour and 15 minutes um with depending on with how our, long the pastor yeah, preaches that's you know, true. how long he goes right yeah. <laughs> but with our church yeah. family yeah. and to make the most of it make it make it quality yeah. um not only the like, when the people come in but then the lord sees their heart and say they they really are giving it their all yeah. like they really are putting it all out there yeah. um and and that's kind of through my work week that's how I look at it. Is is the Lord going to be pleased with what I did today? Not on Sunday, but yeah. the work I did on, on this Wednesday. Is he going to be pleased with me that I cracked that joke at Randy during the <laughs> podcast? You know, is he, is, yeah. is, you know, and it's kind of a work ethic type thing. Is, yeah. You know, for the Lord, you know, give him his best. Give him your best always oh, yeah. um, in anything you do. And, and thankfully, what I get to do is work full time for the Lord. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, yes. And, and. Uh, the work ethic is there. It's obvious. And and I know when people sometimes, if they're not really involved at a church except for maybe showing up for the services, maybe to start with and all, it's hard for them to know behind the scenes all that goes into just that time they were there on Sunday mornings. But there, are, uh, we've got staff and volunteers that all week long are getting ready and preparing in and, and all different areas of ministry. Walk us through a little bit. Uh, I know because I'm part of this how – we go through the process to prepare for the Sunday morning uh, services that we do. Right, yeah. Right. So yeah. usually weeks in advance, sometimes months, like the next sermon series that you're going to do, I won't spoil what it's going to be called. Yeah. Um, I've already, you've already given me your sermon, um, the, at least the titles and the, the, the key scriptures that you're going to use. Yeah. So I've, I'm looking at those months in advance and then seeing, okay, hey, for the uniformity of the service, are there any songs that fit really good with that theme that you're going to be speaking on that yeah. would kind of help bring the, the point and the message home even better? Right. Um, so we're looking at that. And then, of course, we deal with a lot of volunteers. This ministry wouldn't happen if we didn't have volunteers. You know, right. Mike Sher and I, we would be sunk if we didn't have just a, a amazing group of people at both campuses that served week in and week out. Yeah. Um, and I forget, Greg and I, years ago we did uh we calculated how many volunteer hours and it was in in, in ten thousands of hours of volunteers for just the music and arts ministry alone here and that's not including our children's ministries and our greeters and safety team all those and you know it's like the the people who serve the lord here um whether it's a a a paid role or a volunteer role are vital to this absolutely yeah and uh it takes, and a lot of people don't realize, volunteers, we're so grateful for all of our volunteers, but if you don't have someone leading, coordinating and all, it just won't all come together, and that's where the staff does such a great job of, of helping to coordinate the roles of, of the, what gifts the volunteers have, how they can best be used, and uh, if we have some people listening today or, or that hear this later, uh, that are interested in maybe getting involved in some area of uh, the music arts ministry here, uh, what would be the process they would need to go through with that? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, first of all, it'd be, it, you know, on, on our website, you can contact uh, myself or uh, Michael Share, um, who predominantly leads here at the Antioch campus, right. um, and shoot us an email or catch us on a Sunday morning and say, hey, um, I'm interested uh, in your ministry. 
Um, and our ministry is more than just, you know, music and singing. So right. there's, a, there's a tech side um, to our ministry, whether it's running the, the, the audio um, for the service, um, running the computer screens, and those Bible verses don't just appear magically <laughs> when you preach. Right. Um, you know, that's all prepared and set up. Um, and the lyrics for the songs, all, all those kind of things are, you know, controlled by people. The, the lighting and the camera work, the cameras here, we don't have cameras in Smyrna, but the lighting in Smyrna, right. um, all that is volunteers. And um, so you, you can say, well, I, I kind of want to, you know, be a part of this ministry, but I'm not, you know, skilled in music or singing. We have a spot for you. Yeah. But if you are skilled in music or singing and you want to, um, to, to serve here, uh, we do have a little bit of a process. And it's kind of a different um, process than a lot of other ministries. If I wanted to serve in the children's ministry, we do background checks here. Right. Um, you know, you would talk with Andy or Jessica um, and they get to know you a little bit better. And then they plug you in. Um, but, um, for the, the music side of things, we do an audition process and yeah. we make it, uh, as relaxed as possible. And I know some people get nervous if they have to stand by themselves. There's not a big giant panel of people. There's a few <laughs> of us in the room. Um, we show you the technology that we use. We give you the resources before you even come in, um, of what we want you to know and what you want, we want you to bring to us, um, we show you the technology, and we run through some songs together. Uh, and the reason why we do that, um, and it's we, we feel it's scriptural, and, and Greg Campbell kind of set this up, and I would encourage anyone who's listening to, to look this up. I won't read you um, 1 Chronicles chapter 25, um, but go read that. And it talks about how David was setting up um, the tabernacle with musicians right. and how he selected them and how he put the, the students and the teachers and the young and the old together, and each had a role um, the play um, yeah. in that service. And that music was playing all the time there. <laughs> right. um, uh, and so we look at that too. And so in our audition process, um, we don't ever just tell someone no. They don't ever just say, no, sorry, you're not going to sing. Except for me. <laughs> you're not going to sing at Lakeshore. Yeah, they you're they not told gonna, me they're not, yeah, I'm not, not going to sing. But, but what <laughs> we do, we, we see that obviously you have a heart to serve. Right. And you want to serve in this ministry. Um, and so, uh, we, we work with you. We give you some things to work on on your own at home and those people that are really interested and they will do those things and we bring you back and we see, you know, this, this skill set. And usually it's, can we, can we see that you actually um, did the, the techniques we asked you or suggested for you to do? Um, and it may still not be, uh, you know, amazing, but it's more of a heart and determination type thing. Yeah. And this person's willing to put the work in. All right, let's let's see what we can do to make bring them apart. This this is, is a good team. It really is, um, but it does take a lot of time, especially yep. up here. You have you know with the two services and things in an yep. early morning. You're one of the last to leave. Yep. It is a um, it's a commitment. It is, but yep. it is a very rewarding commitment too. And it adds so much to the overall experience of uh, of the church family coming together in that assembly time to have yeah. have that executed well yeah uh, with quality and uh, again it's not just about performance it's about the quality of of the experience of worshiping together as a church family yeah we have musicians here that are professional and we have musicians here that are you know just amateur i play you know piano at home by myself type thing right and um i I think probably one of the, the the greatest things about this team is everyone's humble Everyone is willing to work together. Um, If we run into a problem, hey, you know, where are we at here? You know, 
to the kind of go with my own fault is or like my failures of things is I have I struggle with um, with vocals and finding harmony parts and things. Uh-huh. So a lot of times, especially in Smyrna, my people can tell you if we're doing a rehearsal, and I'll, I'll say, hey. Can you play that harmony line? Can you play that? Because I, I can't sing that part from him, but can you give it to them? And they're right there. Yeah. You know, it's it's it really is a team effort, and it's really nice to see. It is. And you've put together a great team, and we're always looking for others to come and be a part of that team. So if you're interested, yes. you can always contact JW or Mike Scherer. Uh, you could call the office if you uh, if you want to do that and leave us a, a message there. We'll have someone follow up with you, or you could always email, like he said. Or just grab them on Sunday if you see them around the campus. Just grab them there and let them know you'd like to get more information and uh, make that connection there. Yeah, and I'll be in Antioch this Sunday. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming in today, JW, and having this time together and learning more about you and your family. Uh, I got just one more question for you. What What are you drinking today, man? Uh, a, yeah. a lot of times you'll see me. It's uh, hardly ever without in my hand a, a McDonald's uh, cup of black coffee. Okay. I'm, uh, right. I'm, I'm definitely a mcdonald's coffee guy you know our family has a tea business right I, yeah, yeah i do and I, I i drink tea but uh right. yeah. um i prefer the coffee man. <laughs> no offense oh man we're gonna keep working on jw with that and praying for him i ask you to join me in praying for him and, yeah. the, the, and we're gonna stay live for at least 30 more minutes after this so he you know they're witnesses to what randy does to me afterwards uh, well thanks man we appreciate yeah, it no problem Hey, listen, we want to thank you guys for joining us today. I just want to t- uh, real quickly here go over a few things we've got coming up here at Lake Shore. It's a lot of fun stuff going on right now. For the entire month of July, we're collecting gift cards for uh, back-to-school supplies. We're partnering with Youth for Christ and Smyrna Elementary School. It's a great partnership for our Smyrna campus there. Uh, they know families that need some help, some things that would be really helpful for back-to-school and so uh, any amount you could do on a gift card, we're doing Amazon and Walmart gift cards. Uh, you can just bring those to either campus during the month of July. We're also having a, a Kids 101 baptism class on Saturday, July 23rd. If you have a child interested in being baptized, I would really highly recommend you let them go through a class like this. We're going to do this one at the Antioch campus. We'll do one later, too, at the Smyrna campus. This one will be Saturday, July 23rd from 10 to 3. Uh, we recommend 8-year-old and, and up elementary age kids but uh, you can register for that online or on sundays at our kiosk at our campuses there we also have a fun event coming up at camp yi in laverne uh, it's our summer celebration saturday august the 6th from 2 to 8 going to be fun activities there swimming water slides indoor and outdoor games fishing jw is a big fisherman he, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll help you out with the fishing yep. if you want to come fish that day uh and we want you to sign up for that. We'll have dinner that evening, but you need to sign up in advance so we can get a good count of how many are going to be there for that. And that's, again, on our website or on our uh, kiosk at our campuses that you can sign up for that. And if you're new to Lakeshore, uh, we want to have a, a time to get to know you better, let you get to know us better. We have a welcome lunch schedule for uh, Sunday, August the 21st at both campuses. It'll be after the 11 o'clock service here at the Antioch campus or after the 10 o'clock service there at the Smyrna campus. Register in advance. We have child care available, and your meal will be provided. That's all free. Uh, but, again, we need you to register in advance. We've got a group right now at CIY. It's a high school age group at CIY. This week, they're having a great week. We've heard from them already uh, several times along the way. We just want you to be praying for them uh, for the rest of the week there and for their travels back on Saturday. Uh, CIY is a great program, and we appreciate all of you who help support the church and allow us to help families that might need some help sending their kids to camps like this. So thank you for your support with that. 
Uh, we want to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings as well. Uh, we are in a series right now called Wisdom for the Ages. Uh, we already had a couple of weeks of that. If you've missed any of that, again, they're archived on our YouTube channel there. You can go back and catch those. We started out looking at what is the beginning of wisdom, of course, is the fear of the Lord according to Proverbs. We're looking at different Proverbs throughout this whole series, taking bits of wisdom from that book uh, that uh, is so packed full of wisdom for us. And then learning what other scriptures have to say about those subjects. Last week, we talked about the secret of contentment. And this week, we're going to be talking about the world of the generous. What's it like to live as a generous person in our world today? Uh, I believe God calls us all to have a generous spirit, not just with money. That's part of it. But but with our lives, with our time, with our talents and efforts. Uh, so come and learn more about that. Proverbs 11, 24, and 25 says this. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly and comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. What a great promise from God that if we're generous in spirit, he refreshes us in every way so that we can be that generous person that he's called us to be. We're created in the image of God who is the greatest giver of all time. So let's learn how to be better living that generous lifestyle. Join us this Sunday. Invite family, friends, co-workers as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church. We'd love to see you at either campus this Sunday. Thanks for joining us.